Recording. Hello. Hello. Welcome to This Week with Drew. Thank you for watching. I am Drew and it is this week. So we're going to do the podcast again. And uh, we're going to make sure the volume's up. Hey. Got the podcast ripping on a freestyle. Oh no, I don't know how I'm so fly. Oh no, I don't know what to say. Or what to do, or what to be. Hey, um, okay, that was stupid. Well, we might start over again. No, fuck it. Welcome to another episode of this week of Drew. This is for Thursday, um, November twenty-eighth. You go. How many times did you go to the Drake and put a pickled egg in your mouth? Thank you for watching. I am having fun. I hope you're having fun too. Right off the top, I want to shout out my mother effing Patreons. John, Greg, Isaac, Joel, Mike, Bryce, in the street, Demons, Bryce, Marnus, and Tunde. And as always, PG and Calm, Brothers Grimm, holding it down, shouting it out hard last week. And also, Kripal too, just released a new track, man. Kripal of Doom Squad, Chase, man. I've been bumping that shit all week. Very good fire track if you're an independent entrepreneur or a creative of any sort or anybody who's just out there who just needs a little bit of a, of a pick-me-up. You know, somebody who, who's, who might be, be unsure of where they're headed in their life, um, but it's, uh, it's a great track, so check that shit out, man. I'll put a link to that in the description. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How was my week, you ask? Well, let's say, let's start with, how was my week? Yo, my week was pretty fire. Um, I hope you had a good week too. Uh, since the last that we spoke, uh, last Thursday and Friday, I recorded a comedy mixtape. We're changing it up a little bit. We're going to, me and the crew, we got all revitalized in Mexico. Me, Paul Thompson, Natish Sakuja, Kevin Saldo, uh, we got super revitalized in Mexico. So uh, what we did on Friday was all the four of us got together. We had three shows at the Corner Comedy Club, 7, 9, 11. Sold all the shows out. Uh, just a natural sellout. Um, you know, we didn't advertise or anything, but we recorded it, man. I set up all my mics and I did all the recording stuff and Kevin's girlfriend, Taylor, she's a videographer, so she brought her camera, and then we each did 15 minutes over three shows, um, and the nine was absolutely fire, so we're probably going to slap that together and release it as a comedy mixtape, bro. Some Wu-Tang shit, man. I want to get on some fucking Wu-Tang shit. I'm so sick of spinning our tires with all this talent, man. We got to start putting shit out there, treating it like a fucking rap career or something, you know? So, uh, you know, God, you give the people something, man. You say you're a comedian. Fuck, what? How, how, what? You got a crew? Let me hear it, you know? So we recorded the track. Oh, so fire, man. Everybody was just in the, in the zone. Um, we're going to call it Petty Fraud. Uh, we came up with that name. It wasn't really a name, but in Mexico, we were just lamenting because how most of us are, like, from the hood or, like, hood guys. And uh, just how there's, like, little hood schemes, bro. Just, like, little petty fraud that you do to kind of just, like, shift your way through society, you know, just little petty frauds, maybe not not paying for the bus or maybe may sliding through on the parking gate. Hey, if the fucking guy in front of you is going and you can time it just right, just sliding right under so you don't got to pay. We're not, you know, anything malicious. We're not mean, violent criminals, but we are out here committing a little bit of petty fraud here and there, you know, maybe fudging some numbers on some contracts, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's petty fraud, man. It speaks to what we're trying to do. We just want a little piece of the pie, man. We ain't trying to get famous. 
We're just a little petty fraud, man. That's our shit, man. We're from the hood. We do things a little bit differently, a little sideways than everybody else, man. So it's good. Um, petty fraud's coming out. Uh, hopefully, we're going to do it. I'm on the road. Oh, that's the next thing I want to talk about. So we're going to release that soon. So stay tuned. I will make sure that I actually properly promote this. I've been watching a lot of Dorian Group 82 on Instagram. That guy is very, uh, if you're not following him on Instagram, you should. A lot of fucking great content on there. Um, and I like the way that he approaches his business mentality in terms of an, oh, I didn't turn my fucking phone on mute. Where is it? Oh boy. Well, you, should we read this text out loud? Oh, I don't even know where it is. It just dinged, but I fucking don't have it. Okay. Well, when the second ding comes after, oh, there it is right there. Okay. Let's see. Who's this message from? It's from Natish who's in Petty Front and he said, that's awesome news. Okay. Did not need to read that out loud. So we're going to be dropping that soon. Um, what was I going to say after that? Petty fraud. Oh, because I'm on the road. I'm coming back to Alberta, buddy. Running back to Alberta. Running back to Alberta. I'm going to be back in Alberta um, and BC uh, for the next two weeks. So I'll be in Lethbridge on the 29th and the 30th. And then I'll be coming back to Edmonton for the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going to be up in Grand Prairie. Uh, with Claire Belford at the Grand, the Great Northern Casino. So if anybody's in the GP area and you guys want to come out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're making our way to Dawson Creek, BC. And buddy, highlighting my career, I'm playing the Boston Pizza in Dawson Creek. Now, if I don't know what a decade of stand-up comedy looks like, well, it's the Boston Pizza in Dawson Creek, BC, which is on the way to Alaska. It's closer to a fucking Alaska than it is to Edmonton. <laughs> That's a long way to go, man, to go to a Boston pizza. Like, I could get a brute anywhere, fuck. <laughs> I don't have to be driving 14 hours to go to get a fucking pierogi pizza. But that'll be fun, man. So if you know anybody in Dawson Creek, all 100 people that watch this over my various mediums, um, you know, to send and shout them out, you know, get them up there. Get them up to the show. And then after that, we're going to come back, and then I got a whole week of shows in Edmonton, bro. A lot of bar open mics. I tried to book the fucking Grindstone. They were booked up on the 9, unfortunately. Unable to change that for any circumstances whatsoever. The 9 is permanently booked forever, uh, which sucks because I sold out the 7 last time, and I would really like to have uh, gotten the 9, maybe charged a little bit more money. Everybody would have been happier, but that's okay. Fucking, uh, you know, there's some local guys that want a headline. <laughs> Did that come off as a little bit shady? I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, yeah, so I'll be coming back to Edmonton. I don't know what kind of merch I'm going to sell. Everybody's got Berta shirts right now, and I don't really want to sell my album. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I got to get some fucking merch, man. Send me some ideas for merch, bro. What should I do? I want to do grinders. I want to do those fucking uh, these things. You know, these grinders right here, these ones with the thing, and then it's a double piece, and then you shwink, and then you put that all in there. I want to get grinders with, like, a nice logo. I need a good logo, too. I've been, I was on Fiverr, and I got some other guy to do a logo for me, and, like, they're good, but it's, like, I want something fucking nice, you know? Like, McDonald's is just the letter M, and that's a sick logo, you know? Like, you need something, like, iconic like that, a nice... I don't know, man. I wish I was a good graphic art, a designer artist guy, but I'm just not... It's just hard, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you know anybody that does logos, I fucking need that logo, too. 
Um, yeah, so that was my week. I uh, did the comedy on Friday, Saturday, hung out with Courtney. Uh, Sunday, football, gambo, lost five bucks because I picked the fucking over wrong on the jet, on the Patriots game. And I fucking, in the Houston game, I should have switched them. I put the over on the, on the Pats game and I put the under on the fucking Houston game. And it was the opposite, <laughs> which goes to, I should just start telling you guys what I'm betting for the week so you can bet the exact opposite and make sure that you will win your ticket. Sometimes I even make opposite tickets just to like spite myself. And then it's a tie. <laughs> You're like, fuck, man. Like, I just can't. I have never won a pro line in my entire life. Every Sunday I look at my pro line and I go, fuck. There's no, like, there's no, I, I, like, I know people have won them, but they're always, like, stinge, man. Sometimes, like, I, like, very rarely you hear, like, someone hitting, like, a five grand pro line, man. Or, like, the pools, bro. If you hit the pools, fuck. Still haven't got 13, man. Like, I just can't, dude. Sunday football gambo is going to be the fucking death of me. And playing the spread is even worse, man. I'm in this football pool with all the fucking bros, and it's just, like, hard, man, because you're like, now I got to play the spread. Like, you got to know so much about what's going on with teams and, like, injuries. Like, you got to keep up with it. Like, it's a thing. Like, I don't care. Like, fuck, man. I like watching football, but I don't want to, like, bet on this team and then realize that, oh, their star wide receiver is out, and you should have known that. Why would you bet on this team? You know, like, fuck. It's like, I didn't know that. I'm not watching the NFL Network 24-7, tuning in to the injury reports. It's just a big hassle, man. It's fucking football, man. I've been wasting, like, so much time. Every Sunday, I just piss away on football. It's very frustrating, but it is a fun game to watch, man. Maybe I'll just get out my money. I can't have a fucking chip in it, you know? That's the problem. I like spectating. When Mink and all those guys were, like, heavy in the roulette. I used to just, like, watch them. Just, I, I watched them. It's more fun because it's like, whoa, because it's your buddy. Like, so you want him to win, so you're invested. But if he loses, it doesn't hurt the same as if you lose. But then if he wins, it's like, yo, he's probably going to fucking buy some beers now. <laughs> so I just like going to the casino to spectate, just rolling in there, just a spectator. Just pick a guy, pick some Asian guy at the fucking craps table, cheer for him. Woo! Follow him to the ATM. Ah, you got this. Follow him back to the table. Come on, buddy. And then follow him back to the ATM and back to the table and back to the ATM and back to the table. <laughs> it's like, you got this, buddy. Eventually, you'll fucking hit your six. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, cool. So let's do, um, let's do some new bits. Hey, how's that sound? I got nothing to do. I got nothing to fill uh, the podcast with, so I thought, uh, this would be funny. The CBC just canceled their show Anne with an E, which is another Anne of Green Gables show. So now for the first time in 40 years, the CBC doesn't have any Anne of Green Gables related content. Would it be funny if they did, uh, a Saskatchewan based spinoff called Dan of Green Labels? Hey, huh? Dan of Green Labels, Anne of Green Gables, Dan of Green Labels, cause Pilsner is green. And, you know, he's all fucking just cheering for the Rough Riders. <laughs> the podcast really gets the bottom of the barrel when it comes to bits. This is the fucking... <laughs> these are the Paul Malls of my bits. The DeMauriers, they go on the albums with the Paul Malls and the fucking Canadian classics to do a dart reference. Um, What else did I want to say? Oh, um, Oh, and also this week... Sorry, fuck, whatever. It doesn't matter. 
I've been working on my 22 minutes package. Thank you, Sophie. Shout out Sophie Buttle. Listen to her podcast, Obsessed with Sophie. She's going to have Rick Mercer and Deborah D. Giovanni on there pretty soon. So definitely check that out. I was also an episode on two, a guest on two episodes, a co-host on one. So she is a writer for 22 and I've been trying to get in there for a long time. And uh, yeah, so I've been working on my package. She helped me out with uh, some tips and tricks and insider info, throwing a couple vouchers around. So thank you, self. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Let's go, uh, with, um, can you guys, can you guys, you guys hear? Whoa, that got kind of weird at the end there. Let's fucking. Okay, cool. Time for big news with Drew on big news today. Toronto poop man, Toronto poop poop man. (laughs) There's a guy in Toronto. And they just caught him today who was going around the university campus, which sucks. Oh, yo, my shit's been on autofocus. Oh, no. Okay, good. Um, oh, yeah, that's nice and crisp. Look at that. It's zooming in on the fucking... <laughs> Toronto poopoo man was going around throwing buckets of poop on people. Liquefied poop. <laughs> that's one detail that all the news organizations really felt like putting in there, that it was liquefied poop. <clears throat> um, I don't know how he liquefied it, if it was just an old-school method with his foot, kind of like making wine, or uh, if he got a little magic bullet, <laughs> making little poo smoothies, making some poothies. But he was going around the University of Toronto campus, which sucks, because Courtney goes there, and I'm, like, worried about her getting fucking poo on her, or I was, at least. And this guy was just going in the library and, like, dumping poo on people and presumably, like, <laughs> and then running away. I don't know. <laughs> the whole case is just so absurd, man. The city is so big that there's just like this like intersection of mental illness and just sheer population that is just going to eventually overlap to the point where people get buckets of poo thrown on them. There's just too many people around. You just can't have that many people without someone eventually getting a bucket of poo sprayed on them. <laughs> it's just by sheer volume of people, man. That shit doesn't happen in like... Wayburn, Saskatchewan, you know, and if they do, then it's like, well, Corey's all fucked up and he took a shit in a Pilsner can and he chucked it at Terry or whatever, you know, like there's never, this guy is severely mentally ill to the point where he's liquefying his poop. (laughs) I think even at that point, you've already got a problem if you're taking your poop and liquefying it. But then to go and put it on people, man, don't do that. Keep the poop on the inside. (laughs) So they busted him today at Queen and Spadina, which is like right around my house. I like all this has taken place like within a kilometer of where I live and where I've lived in Toronto, like the whole time that I've been here and where I all my my frequent the corner comedy club is two blocks away from there. My house is two blocks the other way. So uh, (laughs) I'm happy that they caught him, man. And apparently today at his trial, a bunch of students showed up, too, which I kind of had a problem with. It's like unless you were one of the people who was personally poo pooed on. Then what do you have business have being there? Like, unless you're friends with those people, but apparently they had to move it to a different courtroom because, like, a bunch of kids showed up. It's like, this is outrageous, and we want to make sure this man sees his justice. It's like, clearly this dude needs to be in the hands of the mental health, uh, you know, system here in Ontario and not the fucking criminal justice system. Like, obviously what he did is criminal, but I don't think anybody is, like, waking up one day, like, nefariously pooping into a magic bullet. <laughs> And then thinking like, yeah, buddy, once I get to the campus today, it's over. He was already just, you know, in a place where you're, <laughs> oh, man, liquefied poop is just a funny. So they caught Toronto Poopoo Man. So I'm safe. Don't worry about me, everybody. We're safe. 
And uh, yeah. Okay, good. 16 minutes. That's good. This podcast was brought to you by Toronto Poo Poo Man and the new Poo Poo Magic Bullet. <laughs> um, yeah, so next week I'm going to broadcast from uh, where the fuck will I be? Grand Prairie, I guess. We'll do the podcast from Grand Prairie. I'm going to bring them over the camera and stuff. And yeah. Um. Never see an Asian man with a Jamaican accent. You'll never see an Asian guy go blop, 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 blop. <laughs>